everyone, and welcome to the Gaming Duo Podcast, where friendships are built through gaming. I'm your host for this week, Rob Garcia, and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Kelvin Rolone. How you doing, Kelv? What's going on, buddy? How you doing? And this week, we got a surprise for you guys. We have a guest. His name is Carlos Nerdaday Rodriguez. Yeah. How you doing, Carlos? Thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me, gentlemen. Thank you for having me. It's going good, man. I'm doing good. I uh, really say when I got the invite for this, and you say talk about some some news. Well, if you guys don't know who Carlos is, he hosts a podcast called Nerd Today, uh, and he talks about gaming just like us. Um, for the most part, I think your last latest episode is you going through the gaming awards, right, and going through yeah. the nominees, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but not only are you a host of that podcast you're also have another podcast called chaos bringers right yeah yeah it's a final fantasy retrospective podcast um where we are going through the numbered final fantasy so it's me and my co-host frank and harv from a uh, point of progress so we're going through those little by little next episode should probably be in january where we do uh final fantasy 4 Ooh. Ooh, I hear that one is a lot of uh, people's favorite. It kind of it kind of differs like four, seven and nine and maybe maybe ten. I feel like are it's it's favorite. definitely worth the hype I, without yeah. giving away too up much okay. of that episode. It's definitely worth the hype. It's definitely like when people talk about it, they're correct. Like it's that good. Oh, so uh, real quick, are you paying playing it via the pixel collection or just OK? Yeah. Yeah. So I um I, we we I picked that up recently and I think. Frank and Harv, because they had better computers than I just started like upgrading my shit recently. I um I bought the Pixel Remaster on Switch. So okay. I've been going through them. I already played one and two before, but I replayed them for this for the series. Um, but if you ever look up the podcast, don't be worried by the numbers because Final Fantasy 16 came out. So we just published our episode 16. Because we're doing the episodes are in I see. The, what okay. game we're in order. So it's like I was just gonna zero, one, two, sixteen, three. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That's awesome. So, so yeah, if you guys are Final Fantasy stands, um, go ahead and listen to that podcast. It's the Chaos Bringers podcast. We will put a description in the, you know, the link to the description for it below. And uh, yeah, thank you, thanks again for coming on. Absolutely. We really appreciate you. And we're here to talk about games. That's what we're gonna do. So I like to start off and say, um, what are you guys playing? So we'll start with. You, Kelvin, what are you playing this week? Nothing's changed since last week. I, I'm still uh, on the Liza P hype train right now, and I'm loving it, man. It's so freaking good. Um, I'm on chapter nine, I think, right now. So almost there, almost there man. Almost there. Or, or I don't know. We'll see. Because what you were saying yesterday, it seems like I'm nowhere close to finishing this game. But um, yeah, man, it, it's it's such a fun game. I can't, I can't, like, I can't, man. I, I just want to play that game every single day. So. It's great. Uh, what about you, Carlos? What have you been playing this week? Anything interesting, fun? Yeah, so I recently uh, platinumed Spider-Man 2. Okay. Uh, so now I, I gave myself a week break from gaming and you know, setting up my little setup here. And uh, I just recently picked back up both Midnight Suns, Marvel's Midnight Suns, because I got a review code from that, nice. and uh, Death Stranding. Ooh. I heard <laughs> you can't get into it, can you? I can't get into Death Stranding, man. I don't know. I, I tried so hard to get into it. I played maybe five hours of it, but I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, and it feels like that's not even scratching the surface. It, though, it feels yeah. like I've, I think I've been playing around that length, and I looked at the, the trophies last night, and I think 
I think I might still be in chapter two, which I made the mistake of any game. I mean, we'll talk about a little bit of, of a game mm-hmm. that has over encumbrance soon, mm-hmm. or at least a TV show that's adapted from it. But I overcumbered myself recently and I was like, oh, wow, this is like I made my own mistake. I made my own bed and now I have to sleep in it. And it's just a drag just to see his like little feet like. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, little, little, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm like, I'm not doing this again. I'm like light loads. But it's it's cool. It's a good vibe game so far. I've been digging it, but I always wanted to play every Kojima game. So like I'm dedicated to play this. And that's the thing. Dude. Like I'm I'm a Kojima Kojima fan. Like I love Kojima's work. Obviously, I'm a huge sure. Metal Gear Solid fan, like you guys know. But man, I don't know. There's something about this game. Like even like Death Stranding too. I'm just like I'm not really. Obviously, I'm not that dedicated because I haven't finished the first one. So nothing about part two is doing anything for me but i don't know one day maybe i'll I'll get back into it and maybe i'll have a different different mindset of it but right now i'm just like nah it ain't it for for me maybe try a third time (laughs) (laughs) that's what they say right third time that's that's the bad thing too right there's so many good games out right this year so yeah yeah, it's so hard to pick up a game which you know it's a couple years old at this point but still like this is my first time picking it up and i'm like well spider-man just came out so i gotta play that so that goes on the back burner for a while and i come back and I'm like where was that what was i doing oh i gotta go over this right. i don't know if i feel like doing that right now but i do at the same time it's really like i am so committed to kojima that i'm like i want to do this it's I like a bad it. relationship <laughs> like, it's like, like i can't leave man i I'm 100%. Here. i left man i'm like you know what this isn't working for us um i might come back soon but right now <laughs> it, it's over um, <laughs> you get that late night text you up all right let's come through come through um <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to like, I want to try it again. But I remember it, you brought it up, come like going back to the game and just trying to remember where you're at. I don't even know if I like. I would probably have to start from scratch because I just don't remember the the menu system. I feel like it was a little like cumbersome and, and a, little a little tedious. It's a little much. So yeah. it's like I don't like. I was struggling the five hours that I played. I can't imagine trying to get back into it now. Yeah, I think I think that the thing in it again, like because I know I'm I'm making the mistake by putting carrying too much. Yep. Like I know that's a huge mistake. And I know I think I was looking it up because I'm like, how do I just get through like the beginning part? And every article is like, Yeah, don't do anything crazy until after chapter three. I'm like, <laughs> I'm on chapter two. I already I'm messed up. <laughs> and part of me is like, maybe I should restart it. But then you get these like weird little brilliant moments of, of gaming when you walk by a BT mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. um you know, you, you the, the music like the music just swells like a random yes. song. We'll just start playing, and you see like the the horizon and the, the lights coming through, and that decimal right. insane. You know, like I'm like, damn, this game's beautiful. And then next thing I know, I'm, like I lost like eight hours or something. I'm like, god damn it, you got me. Even again. just even just like the cutscenes, right? Like though, they're insane. When, you, when you get into those cutscenes, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm back, I'm home, right? Like this is what I love mm-hmm. about Kojima, and this is what I love about Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, give me the crazy so, story. I'm so give me in, the crazy yeah. like whales jumping around and shit. Like that's just, that's the stuff I like. Mm-hmm. But the maybe you spend twelve itself. hours on Wikipedia to be like, "Yo, so what does the whale mean?" <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. You know? But it's just the gameplay that I'm just not vibing with right now. So I don't yeah, know. I'll probably do, get back to it. But I do uh, miss that, like that specific core, like Metal Gear, mm-hmm, like gameplay. Mm-hmm. That is like such my bread and butter. Especially how he made it. Like it was just Phantom Pain, like insane. Yeah, that, I mean. It, that's talk about like love hate relationship, Rob. Right? Like our relationship for that game is like we love that game gameplay wise, but 
butchered everything about it in my opinion as far well, as well it was just it just wasn't a finished game and that's that's what it was right like the story yeah. story wise it just wasn't a finished game so that's that i can it, i can let it slide because of sure. what yeah. was happening right um yeah it's crazy how good the game is for it not being done right yeah right like, it's exactly. insane and then that that like i never got the the twist at the end Mm-hmm. with venom snake i never got that spoiled for me at all i just beat it this year i was like wait what <laughs> okay okay i was I, like, oh, shit. I would say honestly if you're a metal gear solid fan or sorry if you haven't played metal gear solid i think that's like the best game to start out with like it, it's just mm-hmm. you don't really need to know much about the lore to get into it i feel like because right. it is actually kind of like towards the beginning of the lore anyway so i think that's that's one of the, the better games to start off in um yeah i feel it, like if of, you like that then do like What's the name? Snake Eater and Peace Walker. Yeah. See, sure. it's it's, it's kind of hard to go from like top tier gameplay to then go back to like, you know, normal Metal Gear Solid gameplay where it's like, you know, you're kind of taking back a step a few times, you know? Right. Like, it's good. But what they did with Phantom Pain was like stellar. Like that was like peak Metal Gear Solid. That's peak espionage. Right. So. Right. To go back to like Snake Eater or like Metal Gear Solid 1, you're going to be like, oof, this just age, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, for me, what I've been playing is again, Liza P. I thought I got to the end of the boss and <laughs> I did. I, it wasn't the end boss. It wasn't oh, him. No. It was something else. So I'm not going to spoil that for, for Kelvin because he's going to play. Um, I'm just going to let you know that for the last part, it's going to ask you to lie. So make sure you lie or else you're going to get the crappy ending. That's just okay. I, I feel like I'm going to get the crappy ending at this point because I, right. I, I've been I'm an idiot, right? Liza P. I know it has a lot to do with Pinocchio. I'm like, I'm trying to tell the truth here. I'm trying to be like, oh, this is, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to do all the like the correct answers. And then Rob kind of threw it at me yesterday. He's like, no, you're supposed to lie. Like, this is the whole fucking point, uh, Kelvin. I'm like, hey, what happened? You don't know. Shit, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. I completely forgot about that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, already... like, it's in the title. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's in the fucking title. Like, so I already butchered that, but we'll see. But the fact that we were both playing and I was in my 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 uh, my area and Rob was like thinking he was finishing up the game and then like the, the, the sound of disappointment when he's like, oh, he's like, oh, I'm done. I beat her. I beat her. And then he's like, oh, Oh, like I just hear the disappointment in his voice as he keeps getting close. I was like, "Oh wait, are you done or not? Like, why are you still playing?" Because this is—it's a Souls-like, right? It's not like it's going to be easy, right? It's just—it's—it is what it is. But it's a fantastic game. I just downloaded uh, Revenant Two. It's on Game Pass. There's actually—we'll talk about more of that later. But it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's a Souls game, but like with guns. So I'm so down. So it's on Game Pass. So I just downloaded that. It's a pretty hefty download. It's about like 70 gigs. I didn't know it was going to be that big, but it's a big, the big boy. Um, housekeeping real quick. If you guys could follow us um, on our Discord, we'll go ahead and link the uh, to the server right here in the comments. Um, yeah, Kelvin, if you want to do that for us and get a chance, uh, he'll put the link in there. Um, also, kind of funny games. If you guys have never heard of them, they're kind of like our models in a sense right our role models they're kind of inspiration why i think a lot of podcasts are here right now they are doing a contest right now an up-and-coming contest so they're going to highlight a content creator uh much like ourselves carlos kid is also uh asking for a nomination for us so if you mm-hmm. want to go ahead and nominate him or or gaming or both um go ahead you can go ahead and do that and we would really really appreciate it because it would help us immensely it's like a dream come true i feel like right it's just like oh, i yeah. feel like yeah. me with greg and all of them and andy that'd be like is this real life right now like that would be insane 
Yeah, getting um, flown out too. Like that that'd be right. absolutely crazy. One in a lifetime experience. So if you guys can please, please uh sign up and, and nominate um Carlos and the gaming duo, that would be mean the world to us. Um yeah, and if you guys don't know, Assassin's Creed Syndicate 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 is currently free on PC. So go ahead and download. Do we know exactly where it's free on PC? Like who's giving it out for free? Uh Ubisoft Connect. Ubisoft. Uh, yeah. I'm not a big fan of the Their Ubisoft. launcher is just. Yeah. Garbage. Okay. Well, it's free. Yeah. If you want to download this launcher, it's there. Um, lastly, the Game Awards next week. We're doing it live. Please come and hang out with us because last year we did it and we were crying towards the end of it. And it's going to be a good time. And I feel like this year might top last year. I don't know why. I get a sneaky. I, so. I think so. I think so. I we'll think see. so. We'll see. We'll talk more about it, obviously. But yeah, I, yeah. I have a feeling this game award is going to be very just, you know, it's going to be good. It's, we're going to cruise through it, but it's not going to be like last year. As far as like just the weird shit that happened towards the end. But. I oh. mean, not, that's not going to happen, but I mean. I never want to see that again. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't believe that dude showed up in two different awards. Dude, he's Absolutely. everywhere now. I, I see him on my feed constantly. It's like he's a meme at this point. It's It's crazy. So without further ado. Since the housekeeping's done, let's talk about the news of the week. Some rapid fire news for you guys. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot that I'm going to just rattle off right now. So uh, we have Jeff Keeley explains reasoning behind Dave the Diver's nomination as best indie. So there's a lot of flack he's getting saying like, uh, is, is Dave the Diver indie or if it's not indie? Uh, we'll talk more about that. Uh, the Game Awards is moving away from world premiere branding. And security will be tightened this year. Thank God we're just talking about that, right? Um, EA patents in game vo- in-game voice acting. Destiny 2, the final shape, is going to be delayed, unfortunately. What is Xbox teasing at the Game Awards? We have a first look at the Fallout TV series. We get another look at Shadow and Sonic 3. Like I said, Remnant 2 and Remnant are now available on Game Pass along with Far Cry 6. And Microsoft wants to play nice with nintendo and playstation by adding game pass on all platforms we have so many news pieces here i don't think there's been more than it's been this. a minute yeah. yeah it's been a minute since we've had um, some of the, so uh, carlos yeah. since you are our guest which piece of news do you want to tackle first what's what speaks to you here we're not going to hit every single one mm. but which one do you want to talk about let's do this you know what? Let's let's kind of go off what Kelvin was saying and go talk about the world premiere branding and kind of like the security because I like I like starting there because I want I want to hear more of Kelvin's what he th- why he doesn't think it's going to be this big this year. So we have uh, this is from VGC um, speaking during a Twitch Q and A on Sunday. Keely explained that for this year's show, the organizers wanted all of its game reveals, whether they're game announcements or first looks to be able to stand side by side at the event. Um, asked by a viewer about the number of world premieres the public should expect from the Game Awards in 2023, Keeler replied, I don't know if there will be the same amount. I haven't counted, honestly. I think around the same, but I don't know what is a world premiere. Actually, you'll see this year, we often put up those cards, world premiere, world premiere. We're kind of moving away from that just because everything's kind of its first look is an announcement. So we just treat it all as a great game content what do you guys think of that world premiere that that whole thing's gonna be gone the world premiere um i I, yeah i don't hate it i don't love it either i I do like when you see 
that like world premiere like i, I like that right um i think it got overplayed though as the years went by i, I think sure. last year it was literally like every single announcement world premiere world premiere at, at that point it, it loses its charm right at that and so they could tone it down a little bit and just kind of make it like hey this is like never before seen gameplay of like this triple a title world premiere that's what it's labeled um i mean we can kind of like get away from that for like indies and in my opinion i don't know but to me like world premiere is like this like huge like massive like title that everyone's going to be excited for it's going to be like you know like the stage center stage um reveal reveal so that that's where i see um it going but it looks like they're just removing it completely which is fine i think it'll just kind of keep things a little bit more normalized and just kind of keep it cohesive but for the most part, I'm okay with it. I don't. I don't think it's going to be anything good or bad. I just think it's a little bit of a change that we're just going to get used to, and then by next year, it'll be something that's you know normal. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I think uh, like like what Kelvin said. Like when back in the day, like when you hear world premiere, I think we all associate it with like, oh my god, we're going to see Super Mario Odyssey two and the new Switch. You know, like that has gotten away with that so if, if there's a little more context that jeff can provide before showing something he doesn't need to like be like hey this is the next game from like 343 industries like it's not a like you can still surprise us but be like right. hey this is you know from xbox like check this out you know and kind of get us hype a little bit but then we could tepid our expectations because sometimes you would get a world premiere and it's like a tech demo for like right you know whatever new engine that somebody's running it was like okay like cool that's the first time we saw like fortnite in unreal 7 or something it's a world premiere technically but at the same time what the like i don't really want to see that i don't care like it's cool to see it but i'm now i got my hype got went too high Mm-hmm. you know i'm thinking okay. this is like the next coming of jesus and now it's like, exactly oh. that's how <laughs> i always saw it yeah. so I love and, that. and that's how rob and i always would see it it's like oh shit world premiere let's see what this you know what you know we'll stay like sh- be quiet be quiet let's see what's happening but like last year i feel like it was just world premiere world premiere and i'm just you know we're just kind of cruising along um it it, it does kind of like i said lose its charm so i don't know if the right way to go about this is to just remove it entirely or maybe modify it a little bit, you know, just kind of change what world premiere means to everybody else. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. like, uh, give it like, or if you hear first look, there's a first look graphic, you know, like exactly. right. first look of like in engine footage of, you know, what the next, you know, Halo is going to look like. So it's not gameplay, but this is what the world is going to look like. All right, cool. Now we know, now we know what engine it's running in and stuff like that. Right. Like, okay, that's cool. But then it's like world premiere. It's like, Oh my God, we're getting like crackdown four and they actually made it good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think the world premiere thing was just a branding thing. I think, you know, with the Game Awards being newer at the time, right? Not saying the last year was new, but it kind of was just like, this is a big deal, right? This is this world premiere. We're going to make it epic. Now everyone kind of knows the drill, like the Game Awards, like everything their show is going to be obviously a game and it's going to be great. I think they don't really, it's fluff. It's added fluff that we don't really need at this point because we know what's happening. We know that this is going to be a new game that's being showed. So I, I think that we it's kind of like we get it we get it right we know this is a new game you're showing or a piece of a game you're showing so i think it's just i think he just added that in the beginning because it was so it was newer at the time as, as a concept so he wanted to put like oh it, it just, just get get hyped get hyped you know right. um so um i think it's a good and also the thing of security we didn't talk about that um mm. twice this guy has been have people run on stage right god forbid okay. one time there's like a 
like a bad, bad thing. It wasn't just like a prankster or anything like that. It was just whatever. So I think he really needs to get that in check um, with the game awards uh, moving forward. And I think he, mm-hmm. he has, I think he's going to have a bunch of, I'm sure he got a bunch of security companies. He looked at them and he said, all right, like I need this to be like, nobody can come up here. Like no matter what. So <laughs> you see, see like, take the shot, take the shot. <laughs> <laughs> he's got snipers on it. Yeah. Dude in the face. Yeah. Lots of shit going everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, this is, this needs to be like third times, like the charm. Uh-huh. This needs to be, fixed at this point right um stop being assholes like guys like stop cut this shit out like this is the this is the moment where gamers and developers like you know they, they come together they, they get their awards they, they kind of get this this moment to shine and so that's taken away from that moment right and and not only that but like mm-hmm. it's causing like this like this tendency of like well i don't know if i want to go to the game wars because I don't know if it's going to get worse, if it's going to be something that, you know, it, it, it's it's not going to be like a pranks or something. It's going to get much worse. You know? right. You're going to scare people. You're going to start get, having like this gatekeeping thing going. And at that point, you're going to not have it open to the public, you know, and it's going to be a, a, an L for everybody because now you're, you're you're making it so that it's just for, you know, specific people, people that are attending. Like it's going to cause a lot of like that friction and it's going to make it it's going to lose the charm of what it, what the game awards is, where you bring the public in, where you bring the gamers in, you bring developers. And it's like this nice full on like celebration of gaming. And so if that's gone, we don't have E3 anymore. So now it's like, what else do we have to enjoy? You know? Yeah. Cause this is like a weird hybrid of like a mini E3, you know, it's pretty much taking the place of it more so than yeah. even his summer games fest would, too. Right. With that. And, uh, and like a pop culture award, you know, it's, it's not necessarily like the Oscars of video games. That would be right. more like nice or anything like that. And that's a more formal event. And that's cool. And that's specifically for the developers. But right. when you get something like the Game Awards, it's it is it is, it's like a celebratory thing. It, it really yes. is like a like a like a lap around, like a winning lap that, you know, just to take it around the field and be like, look what we did, guys. Like we all did this. And then we get to see cool new shit. Like, that's fun. Yeah. Here's the thing, guys. Don't lay it on us. Don't go on that freaking stage. All right. Because you know why? We got Sam Fisher in the Raptors <laughs> and, and, you know, just chilling on, on whatever. Yeah, he's not in retirement. He's exactly. just been chilling. He, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we also got Solid Snake. All right. So don't, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Just don't fucking do it, man. That's don't do easy. it. Don't do it. All right, Kelly. I, I, I want to see Jeff like just lose his fucking shit. Though. He's taking like, jujitsu class. He's taking jujitsu yeah, class. So he's just like, it, yeah. <laughs> like he just grabs so somebody by the neck or something. He's like, just slams him onto the ground. That'd be hilarious. That would be. I would pay so much money to see that. Like, Anyways, oh my god. Shit. Monetize it, please. I would give you my money. Oh. Let, let's move on here, guys, because um, we have a lot. Uh, Kel. Oh, real quick, real quick. Um, what I did want to talk about regarding, like, why I don't think the Game Awards is going to be anything like, I mean, it's going to be great, obviously, but I, I I just don't see it being anything spectacular in a sense because I think you mentioned it earlier when you were talking, Rob. We, like, Jeff has already set the expectations in a sense of, like, what we know the Game Awards is, right? I can't see it being any, like, and I feel like he hasn't, has he hyped this up? as much as previous years i don't feel like he has right he's not done anything where it's like guys you need to check out the game awards 
because yeah. we have like you know 25 new announcements like he hasn't really done anything like that so to me that's like setting our expectations to to know like okay well it's gonna be a great show i'm sure but i don't think the killer like announcements are gonna be here it's just gonna be we have games we have good games at, at that but nothing that's gonna blow our fucking heads off i disagree with you so much on that i feel i, like I, I really go, hope there's so. gonna be like a title or two that you're just gonna be like because think about it, when's the last time we got like a really good big announcement of something right obviously gta 6 is coming we know that that's that's so, not yeah. but something that we don't know i think i think we're in for a surprise here i think we're gonna see bloodborne remaster i'm, I'm not just fuck out of here dude. no, <laughs> no we're doing that, dude. I'm just I, 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 I would love that I, I, but i, I mean to your point like we, we're gonna talk about this but microsoft is teasing like hey watch the game awards like we're, we're gonna be there they weren't there last year so that kind of gets me a little bit more excited right because now we can start speculating like what will microsoft bring to the table right um and i guess we can move on to the to the next topic piece here like what will microsoft show like what's what's gonna be their you know like their their forefront and, and to me i kind of mentioned this in uh um kbg's uh uh post uh, on twitter shout out to uh, samurai kbg here but uh I mentioned that Hellblade 2 has to be in this. Like, it has to show. Let's think about it. Hellblade 2 was announced at the Game Awards. And I think they showed another trailer, if I'm not mistaken, at the Game Awards. Mm -hmm. um, this would be a perfect moment to show to re-show re it, but also give us a release date, like a solid release date. Um, that would be perfect. And then the big one. I don't think this will happen, but give me a Gear 6 teaser, please, for the love of God. Uh, yeah yeah I, I want one too yeah Let's i think gear six is, is gonna be a, a tough one because i don't want to i don't just want a teaser i want to see some gameplay i i really don't like teasers i don't like just like i know the, but that's yeah. just how they that's how they yeah, do you know what i mean they, like they yeah. they, they just want to like kind of like wet the appetite like like appetite the, the little like cleanse the appetite there and then they'll show you something for a little bit but then it's just like you know just a title and that's yeah it. and then we'll get something later on but give me that at least we're, we're moving things in the right direction you know mm -hmm. when did when did gears 5 come out 2019 2018 2019 i could look it up but i think 2019 really 2018 20 i'm gonna say 2018 2018 i'm gonna put let's see and then it got an upgrade for P for Series X and S, right? Uh, Gears Five released in 2019. Yes, and it did get a, a little upgrade for for Series four, X. Four years now. It would be five most likely if it, if it came out next year. Yeah, no, I mean I feel like that's an appropriate amount of time. They've been quiet. You know, the coalition's yeah. been quiet. Yeah, I think so. And they're hiring for people. They've been hiring for people and stuff like that. Cliffy mm -hmm. B has been very vocal on Twitter on X. Um, about stuff so um yeah they could be ramping up production to like the almost right. one of the final stretches but yeah, a teaser would be cool as, as but i'm with you rob i would want to see more especially given xbox's track record with stuff yeah yeah we only yeah. saw it one time and then now like that's all we got and it's like I, I give me if you're gonna give me something give me something substantial at least something i don't know i, know, I agree because i want to see more fable like I would right. love that's my pie in the sky. I want to see like Fable. That's gameplay. my pie in the sky. I love that. That's my yeah. pie in the sky. It sounds so <laughs> nice and pleasant. I'm right, right. taking that to write that. Um, um, yeah, Fable will be cool. I'm not yeah. the. I'm not a Fable. You know, it seems cool. I want to see more of it. But 
Um, Rob, we talked about this a few weeks back where mm-hmm. in regards to like Microsoft having um, this mid-gen cycle that they're eventually, you know, announcing, right? Because of the, the leaked documents that we, we talked right, about. Right, the whole big, yeah. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn and all, you, right? Yeah. yeah, Brooklyn, exactly, yeah. Uh, do you think that'll be on this? Like, do you think they would announce that here today or, you know, at the Game Awards this year? Um, I think so, but my whole thing with Xbox, I think IGN just shared an article saying that Microsoft isn't really focusing on hardware as much anymore. They're focusing more on um, Game Pass. Um, they're not really count. They, what they specifically said was they're not counting the sales of, of consoles per se anymore. Um, it, they're mostly just looking at like how people are doing software wise, um, okay. which is makes sense because they're trying to get Game Pass on everything. Hence the news uh, we're going to talk about with uh, Xbox trying to get on PlayStation and, and Nintendo. But um, I do see maybe they're putting some being a new because sony just released a slim so i would imagine xbox is going to fire back with something not fire back but you know what i mean it's gonna be like this is our version of the xbox slim yeah because the in those leaked documents right like they they mentioned that the controller the newer controller should be coming out february march area right that that was in the yeah Mm -hmm. and i think the new console should be this time next year it should be already out i wouldn't be shocked if it's just like a hype trailer similar to what we got with the original xbox series x yeah Mm -hmm. You know, just that, just like a minute, minute and a half, you know, promising what it could do, really cool graphics, showing off what the, you know, what the system looks like and stuff like that. And maybe like a time frame controller, February system, late 2024. And that's it. I think that's fine because that that would still kind of be in line with what IGN. I read that article too, Rob, like what IGN was saying, where like they're focusing more on software. Right. Which it makes sense. I mean, honestly. Sure. You kind of need to at this point because we need more software. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know, I'm rooting for Xbox as much as anybody else, and I, I want, I want more stuff. Like I like all the other stuff, but I want some first party stuff, man. I, I like yes. Fable because like they come Halo. out with good stuff. It's you know, people sleep on Xbox, but Xbox when they come out with their first party stuff, it hits. It's it's really really well done, but it's just so we don't get it that often, so we're just like we forget about it. So. Um, oh, you know what? And I see in the chat, uh, uh, KBG says, um, hard reveals to be voided after holidays. Yeah. Game Pass reveal at Game Awards at um, Activision Blizzard catalog. I was actually going to mention that as well. I wouldn't be shocked if we get that. You know, like, hey, all mm. Activision Blizzard is going to be coming out, you know, January 5th, you know, 2024. Can't wait. You know, you play, be able to play all the Call of Duties, all the Spyro, Tony Hawk, whatever. Yeah, Tony, that's actually a very, very good point is because yeah, is. hardware would ruin like people getting stuff for, for Christmas and stuff like that. But like, well, if the new one's just coming out, I'm going to wait to buy that one instead of the, the one that's out right now. So, But then um, if you hear, oh, hey, yo, you can play Modern Warfare 3, hold off. You mm-hmm. can play it in January. Right. Right, right. So so that so we can probably determine that they might not announce anything hardware-wise here at the Game Awards. Based off of like what KBG said, which was a very good possibly, point. it's always possibly, a wild right? card, yeah for, yeah, for sure, yeah. So that leads maybe like KBG said, uh, maybe for the uh, developer direct in January, but like, what are they announcing here? Like, you know what I mean? Like, they already mentioned like, hey, we're we're you know we're gonna be there. So my guess, going back to like Hellblade two, that's a safe bet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's been a Fable, while. that's a safe bet as as well. So maybe it's not gonna be as like bombastic as i think it's probably just going to be here's updates on titles that you already know of yeah some solid updates at that too yeah because when do you think we get a reveal of um 
Perfect Dark. Because that game is in such a... Mm. I don't want to say bad development, but like it... it you know, how it's many in, it's, in, it's in development hell right now, is, is what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, like it's like slow going on that Yeah. Um, I'm not sure about Perfect Dark, to be honest, just because it's we haven't really seen much about it. Um, they might save that for our summer kind of thing. Um, I just feel like... Which, that's probably where we get a teaser, a second teaser, right? Right, right, right. right, sure. right. 100%. Um, we'll my thing... Nonetheless. Mm-hmm. I think... I'm hoping Baldur's Gate 3 comes to Game Pass. I'm, I'm, oh, I I'm, feel like this is shoo-in. I'm well, ho- I don't know about, I don't know about Game no. Pass. Be- because that's here's the awesome. Right, because they just show the physical collector's edition off, right. and that's for sale. Like, they specifically said, like, this is a collector's edition. But how cool would it be if it did come to Game <laughs> Like, that would, I would be super hyped about that. And that would I be think that's huge- That's definitely going to happen, Rob, for sure. I just don't think it's going to happen here. Um, okay. I would say maybe in this maybe summer. I think when is that physical release? December, you know? I think. I think it's in. I think it's in December. I want to. Yeah. I wanna, so I, I think this would be a perfect like summer like release for Game Pass. Um, that would really be a huge thing. I, yeah, I, but, I can't see that happening right now. Okay, let me let me just tell you this. Say you know how everyone's saying that basically Baldur Gate Baldur's Gate Three is going to be winning game of the year, right? For the most part. Right, that people—that's majority—is what people are saying. Mm. How cool is it? You can now play the game of the Damn. year winner on Game Pass. That would be. Okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Right? Right? I'm just saying that'd be fucking cool. But that'd be fun. The only thing that puts a wrench in that, and it—the only thing I can see it happening. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But okay. I don't know if Larian Studios would have like a bad taste in their mouth because I don't know if you guys saw that. That was also leaked with all the design documents that they didn't know if it was going to be a bigger deal. Like Baldur's Gate three, and right. they, they Baldur's. I think Larry was like, "Oh, we will do Game Pass with you guys or whatever." And they're like, "Nah, we got Starfield. I think that might might be enough, you know, especially in September." Yeah. I'm like, "Man, can you imagine that one two punch for Game Pass?" You're like, "Hey, we got Baldur's Gate three. Hey, if it was ready and right Starfield. Oh my god, that would have been insane." But like, I, that's the only thing I, I worry about is if Larry is like, "Well, no, fuck you now." <laughs> right, right. I don't it need is, you. Yeah, it is. Um probably not because a digital deluxe sorry the deluxe edition for Baldur's Gate 3 is releasing in uh Q1 2024 so it's it I think you guys might be it's crazy though the Xbox version of Baldur's Gate 3 will be on 3 discs I think that's actually crazy really yeah, yeah it's pretty fun um that, that's even crazier than I, I thought it was crazy when I saw Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth was on 2 disc no nope, <laughs> yeah like oh shit um that's crazy. so so yeah, so um, fun stuff with the Game Awards. I can't wait. Next week is going to be so epic. No one's going to stop talking about it. It's going to be. Imagine the, the Nintendo just drops like Switch Switch Pro coming out or Switch Two coming out. I would just jump out my. I would jump out the window. No if way. They did. Yeah, I would just. Be like, this is where you're going to do it. This is where you're going to do it. No, I would, yeah, I, right. I, that would be so unlike Nintendo, and that would be amazing. Yeah, that and would be awesome. that's Nintendo too. At the same point, like they, they're so yeah. unpredictable. You never right, know what they're right. going to do. Anyway, so we'll wait for next week. Um, I, while we're on the subject of Microsoft, I do want to talk about them playing nice with Nintendo and Sony and having Game Pass on um, on basically PlayStation and Nintendo, which would be the weirdest thing ever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just a little tidbit from this article. Um, this is a change of strategy from before where Xbox wanted to funnel players to Microsoft cons- consoles as a value add. But Game Pass is becoming a big part of Microsoft's money-making plans for gaming moving forward. Um, according to Microsoft CFO 
Um, the company believes that the way to player access games is changing rapidly. Essentially, just to you know, give you spark notes on the article and stuff like that. Um, people are buying games over the hardware, right? Because it doesn't really matter where you're playing per se. They just want you to subscribe. That's the beauty of a subscription service, right? Is that mm -hmm. you're gonna get money no matter what. Every month you're getting your funneling money. Whereas you're just waiting for someone to buy a $60 game or a $400 console. Whereas, okay, PlayStation owners can also just play Xbox and just pay us 20 bucks a month. Like that sounds great instead of having them spend four because that, that's such a low entry point to get into the Xbox ecosystem, right? So right. Um, how accurate do you think this is? Do you see this happening? Do you think we're going to get a Game Pass app on PlayStation? Do you think PlayStation will be like over my dead body? Um, what do you guys think of that? I think in the Jim Ryan era, <laughs> it's very difficult, right? Okay. I think if it was, you know, uh, I'm trying to think who was the previous uh, president before Jim. Um, I feel like uh, Sean Layton, right? Sean, Sean Layton. I feel like would have been a little more um, up to it. I think he would. Yeah, for I sure. think he'd be willing to play a little more ball with that. Um, but I can see, I can see PlayStation doing it in some of the senses, right? So. It, with the whole Activision Blizzard, you know, lawsuit, F FTC thing, and, you know, PlayStation be like, hey, they want to do this, they're going to take it off. The initial idea was, I think, they wanted to give them, like, 10 years, like, no matter what, like, hey, I, we promise you, you guys are going to get this, you never have to worry about it, we'll we'll keep it on PlayStation, all this stuff, and they were like, no, screw you, like, how dare you try to buy them or whatever, and they were like, alright, now you get five years. <laughs> right. You know, so it's like, yep. that could break that, because then, on year six, you were like, hey, no matter what, you can still play Call of Duty. You just got to pay us $20. Unfortunately, <laughs> listen, it's going to be cloud-based. You can't, you're not going to be able to download it on your PlayStation. You can still play it, you know, play with your friends, all that stuff through the Game Pass app on PlayStation. But unfortunately, it's cloud. If you want the best experience where you download it's full 4K, everything like that, you know, buy a Series X or like the Brooklyn and or get a PC and you can do it then. And then you can push people to the hardware if they want, but if not, you still get that twenty dollars, and then while they're there, like, hey, you ever play Gears of War? You ever play Halo? That would be yeah. the weirdest thing to play Halo or Gears of War on a PlayStation console. That would be like, I it wouldn't feel right on the yeah, PlayStation it would, controller. I don't know why. Yeah, my brain wouldn't wouldn't like. It. <laughs> yeah, like, my brain would not do. like that. It's it's such a business move though. Like it's such a like a you know it, Microsoft a hundred percent would try to do this right as as far as it, will this actually happen I, I don't know right but microsoft i'm sure nintendo there has oh yeah yeah for sure a hundred percent um nintendo and microsoft already have a great relationship it looks like but i think microsoft already had meetings if not you know starting to discuss what mm -hmm. would that look like right and i think it'll be an interesting world living in that world having like playstation games and then you just boot up an app on your playstation to see like you know gear six or whatever you know what i mean like that's gonna be some crazy stuff to see but i definitely see, like that's microsoft like that's xbox whole like push right they want this streaming service to be on every single platform right. tvs computers like you name it man like they want it everywhere and that's their goal and i think they wouldn't be opposed to putting that on PlayStation, on Nintendo, on every single device you have. Uh, I will note too that in this age that we live in where there's everything is distraction, there's just so much, you know, 
selection, right? There's so much, so much thing to pick, choose from. Um, oh, am I going to play my PS5? Am I going to play my Switch? Am I going to play my Xbox? Am I going to play my PC? Whereas if your Xbox Game Pass is basically on every single one of your devices, it's going to be so easy to pick up the Xbox games or go through Game Pass, right? If it's just all right there versus being like, well, maybe I want to play Spider-Man 2, but I can also just, I'm in my living room, I can just like pick up and play some Fable whenever it comes out. Or, right. You know what I mean? So it's just like, for them, I think it's just the ease of use and just making it so easy for you to jump in and play Game Pass. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, today when Revenant 2 came out, I was just like immediately, I was like, oh, I'm going to Game Pass and download it. And I downloaded it immediately. And that was just like a draw because like, that that's their whole strategy. I, I think they're really trying to get out of the hardware space. I don't think they want to be in a hardware space. I don't think they make a lot of money off hardware. They make the money off of the subscription service. They they essentially said they want to become the Netflix of games. And mm-hmm. I mean, as a gamer, if I'm paying 20 bucks a month, 15 bucks a month, however much it is now, and I have access to basically like, what is it now? Like over 500 games at least minimum, right? Yeah. At the palm of my hand, and I can even do, I don't even install them if I don't want to. I, I could play cloud, like cloud based, which is not, I mean, it has its latency and whatever, but it's not terrible. Um, no, it's not. It is very, very hard to beat that value compared to, say, PlayStation Plus. PlayStation Plus kind of sucks compared to Game Pass, I'll be honest. Not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. Not gonna lie. Yeah. No, no you're, like, not, you're I, not wrong there. Yeah, so um, I think this is a great strategy they're going for. I think it's the right strategy. Um, but again, I want Microsoft to focus on their their first party exclusives because that's just what that makes them Microsoft, right? Yeah. Can you imagine though, like the the hype trailer for that? Like I can see it right now. You like you're playing Xbox, like you have like or you're on PC, right? The guy's playing Halo. He's like, I gotta go to bed. Wakes up, gets a text message from his friend, like, Yo, you want to play in the morning? He's like, Oh. I got to take the train into work, pulls out his backbone. Like they show a backbone, like all their people that they party with, right? Shows a backbone, throws it on his like iPhone or Android, starts playing Halo on the train right there, gets to work. He's like, all right, I got to work for a little bit. And then he's like on lunch and he's like, I right, pulls out the backbone or like a laptop or something. And he's like playing on there. They just show every little thing. Right. And then he gets home. He gets to his buddy house. He's like, oh, you don't have an Xbox. You got your PlayStation. It turns on the PlayStation. Like that would be insane Dude, to see that commercial. You, you fucking sold it. Holy shit. Like right that there, would be yeah. a fucking insane, insane commercial. Um, uh, but how do we do the the chat? How do we talk to each other? Oh wait, there's Discord on all the consoles now. So like Fun. Yeah. Yeah. So oh my god, that would be insane. What a what an age we live in where this is a possibility. Um let's let's stop, stop talking about Xbox. I feel like we've been talking about Xbox for a minute. Let's talk about Shadow. Being yeah. Sonic Three, <laughs> them shoes. Oh, dude! Um, I'm so hyped. So apparently, they are taking inspiration from Sonic Adventure Two Battle for the next movie. For which I am just like, Sonic Adventure yeah. Two Battle on the GameCube was actually probably one of my favorite games um, on there. And this is we have right now. If you're an audio listener, can't see it, but we're showing up an image of Shadow and what his shoes look like, and. It is so good. It is like to the T, like what mm. it should look like. I'm a, I, myself. I'm a huge fan of your shoes. What about you guys? I am too. Actually, that's the at first, like that's what I saw first, and I knew the, I didn't even see like the body. Like I didn't even see that it was Shadow. Like I just saw the shoes. I'm like, oh, I know who this is. I'm so hyped. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like I didn't realize. Also, why the shoes? Close. Like why? Like why the sneak peek of his shoes? Like what is it that? 
Like, why not just like a full fledged, like, you know, like just shadow, you know, why the shoes? I don't get it. I, I, well, think, I think the statues aren't that great, right? I think they're they're okay, but like they have like a weird face, right, to them. Am I wrong? Because these are like the live statues they put in like in place when they um when they're filming. I think they like they had maquettes like worked out. Oh, Almost, like, um, I see. I see. Pikachu oh, had, I didn't like, know that. I believe. Yeah, I think it's just a straight up like maquette that they keep on set. We're like, hey, so this is how tall Sh- Shadow is. Like, I see. I see. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like, why would they show if it's just a standing face? Like, yeah, it does. It does make sense. But I don't know if it's like the best face. <laughs> you know, you, want, you probably want to show them the best like face wise. But you're like, oh, we can show the shoes. Like, that's really detailed. I, yeah. I really do love the fact that they kept these shoes because in the game, when he would run, he was almost like gliding because he had gliding. like the boosters, like their little boosters jets on those shoes. So, um, the fact that this is taking inspiration from Avenger 2 Battle, where I don't know if you guys remember the last fight, but like oh, they both turn yeah. freaking like Super oh Saiyan God. and like go in space. Oh and it's just like you have the Our music. favorite song. Oh, game. my God. Yo, they, they have to have Crush 40. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. They have to. I mean, they do, they've been doing an amazing job. I love both moves. I really do. I've been a Sonic fan all my life. And I, I legit love one and two. I think they're really good movies. They're really fun. Yep. My kids love them, too. Like we, yeah. we enjoy it in the family. And they did a really good job of doing that fine line of like, all right, listen, we got to appease this to kids and not just kids that like know about Sonic, but like just regular kids. So we're like, not too much Sonic. Here's some more human stuff. And two was straight up like, nah, here's gun. Here's, you know, here's this, here's that. There's a couple of adult jokes, but mainly just Sonic, Knuckles, Tails, Robotnik. And I was like, wow, this movie is insane. Like I love two so much. And then that tease at the end, I was like beyond hype. And now I'm thinking, oh my God, we might have like Supersonic versus Super Shadow with Crush 40 playing in the background. The music's been impeccable in all the all the movies. So like Yes. Yes. Even if it's not Crush 40, I want like an orchestral version of like, you know, Into the City, you know, Escape. Oh my God. That. Dude. Like can you imagine Please. like some piano or some shit? Please. Oh my God. That would these, be amazing. these movies are just getting a man cry. Better and better and better. <laughs> Right, they like really are, Sonic. Man. Sonic One was good. It was a very solid movie. So- Sonic Two was even better. Right, I imagine mm-hmm. that Sonic Three is going to be even because it's very difficult for the sequel to be better than the original. I feel like, right, for the most right. part, at, at least for movies, right. But here, uh, these movies are just like, and I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm, I'm so stoked for this movie. Shadow, Shadow. Uh let's now, do it. When does the TV show come out? Knuckles. I'm is not, that before or after this? Knuckles. When is that? Oh, that's a good question. Because this is like this time next year. I'm like, oh my god, man! Like, I didn't. I thought like Knuckles was next, and then this. Right, right. That's interesting. I don't know. This just been while hitting. Rob, sorry. No, I was just gonna say while Rob looks into that, if he is, I think I don't know. Um, did you, did you watch Carlos the uh, the Netflix series uh, Sonic Prime? Right, here we go, Sonic Prime. Jesus. Yep. Yeah, Fire. no, I'm actually on the last episode. Fire, today I'm on the last episode. It's yo, it's decent. Yeah, it's so good, dude. Like, I, I, okay. So with the amount of Sonic shows out there, this one has like the production on it. Like, this, yeah. I'm like, holy shit! Like, they did a really good job. Like, just even like the fights between Sonic and Shadow are like really fucking good. I'm surprised. Yeah, I was, I was really shocked how well done it was, and the voices are pretty decent. Like the newer voices. Like, I want the Jaleel White. Sure. Like, don't sure. Get me wrong. I grew up on that, but like it's or Roger Craig Smith, but yeah, I'm, I'm really digging it. Like I, I like the new cast. I like nines. I like him, mm-hmm. like him slowly, like warming up to 
Yep, yep. It's Sonic. No, it's been a, a couple decent jokes. I like what they've been doing. Uh, my kids love it, so that, that's always on repeat. Matter of fact, I was like, I was watching it with my kids, and then next thing I know, I was like, I happened to put on the next episode, and it was like two episodes ago. And my son goes like, "Oh, this is what happens." I'm like, "Wait, did you did you watch this without watching?" <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, "Bro, we're supposed to watch this together." Like, oh. it's a fan- man. <laughs> So, no, you're, you're just like your late, mother late to the game <laughs> we're on season two man and it is really good like it's really I, good man first of all season one was on repeat for like a good month like solid month constantly i think rob came over to my house at one point and it was like on repeat. Just, yeah it just it was just playing in the background yeah it was just playing in the background um but season two man like again i think people are sleeping on primal because i think it's a really good adaptation Mm -hmm. to to like what sonic is too so the good thing too when you get sonic prime and stuff like that is when you have like a good game that can go along with it because i like i literally popped up my playstation and i've had sonic mania like installed in for like the longest time and my daughter saw it and she's like can i play i'm like yeah sure dude (laughs) like jump in man yeah, yeah same thing yeah. with the super mario movie like they, it, it's a good gateway so now they kind of get the lore they kind of get the world like oh this is Prince Peace, this is mario cool oh what's that oh can i play that sure yeah here yep yep perfect you have time to watch sonic prime we don't have time to watch uh, cyberpunk edge runners you don't have time to oh that. it's so good that's fair cyberpunk is so good uh I'm telling you watch had- it I had one a whole of the week enemies. off and still have yet to do any of that. I'm yeah, telling you right now, after this podcast, go watch it. Go watch the first two Just episodes. Watch. Yeah, watch the first two. You, you'll be hooked. I watched like, the first... first two episodes and I was like, yeah, this is good, but I'm not like at the edge of my seat yet. You know, like, I, 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 don't get me wrong. I love it. It, it was good. What I, whatever I watched was really that good. ending his hard. Episode, I, I would say after like episode five, it's just like, ah, uh, uh, just cruise through it. It's just so, it's just so good. Anyways. Um, last thing I want to talk about news wise is EA patents in-game voice acting. So basically EA, um, is wants your voice in their games. Players can now provide sample speech, which is used to create character voices. So I don't know if you ever, whenever you do a character creation, it always tells you what kind of voice you want the, and you get the, you know, you get to pick with the, those type of voices. Now they want you to record your voice. So your main character will sound like you which to me is an absolutely insane amount of customization. How cool would it be if you were speaking in the cutscenes? It, it's such a... It's scary. It's scary. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. That's the only thing. Now, that's well, the only thing. Now, someone as, as as me who's like an aspiring voice actor, and, and you know, <laughs> I haven't started my classes yet, but... <laughs> they're there they're in my inbox i got it it's I coming it's coming but uh maybe next year yeah you know maybe by this time next year yeah I, I, you know, i'm in an anime you guys i'm an edge runner season two there you go there you go See? Um, spoilers god damn it but like i i, I just worry that it's gonna put people out of work you know this is such a slippery slope after it's good it's, 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 okay, like, okay. it's gonna it's gonna take the guy going huh uh, 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 out of work come on Come on, it will take man, that the guy, guy who does Link's voice needs to do something. That's fair. Yeah. It's not. It's not gonna be like a pro- prolific character like that. It's just no, gonna, it's be, gonna be. Small, yeah, it's gonna yeah. be like Skyrim. It, you know, when you do your character creation, right? When it's like you know, you want to make your hair blue, black, white. You know, or um, like Cyberpunk oh, would have been nice to. I thought this to. would be for like silent characters, right? Like your silent character that you create in your like rpg setting right like that's 
I don't think it's going to take away any yeah exactly. any jobs from anybody. You know right. what I mean? Like this exactly. is just going to be for your silent character, which I think is cool. I think it's something that they're they're playing around. They're learning something different. They're they're kind of like trying to implement something never done before. And if it hits, I mean that's great, right? I think the whole point of role playing, right? You want to be in this world, and so add that layer of adding your voice to it. It's just going to ampl amplify that much more for those players, right? You know what's the next stage of that? Mm. You send it, the game asks you to take a picture of yourself and send it to their app or whatever, and then it will model the character after your features. You don't even have to play through it. I feel like you can kind of do that already, no? NBA, I, mean, I feel like there's that. games that. Maybe you could do that? I think NBA 2K, yeah, you could do it, but it's not yeah. like, it's not great. And I think you could, you definitely do it in like WWE wrestling games. games. I yeah. feel like you can do that. Could, okay. I didn't know that was the thing. That's cool. Yeah, but you yeah. just gotta line it up. Like it's gotta be perfect. Cause I tried it, and of course I got the beard, and it's like, well, <laughs> like it's not really working. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah, but yeah. overall, I think this is cool. I don't know, Rob. What do you think about like this being in like, you know, like Mass Effect Six or something? I don't know. What yeah, it is. I mean, if that could just sound like me, and I can just sound like you know <clears throat> me with my voice like this, that'd be kind of weird. But I'd be. It'd be cool. I I would I would I would think that'd be really cool. Now, obviously, a game a more, um, you know, game like Final Fantasy sixteen, and you got Clive. Then obviously, you want it's only for the character creation. You need character. Yeah, you, know, you need you need that whole thing. Yeah, he's winning. He's going to win voice actor year by the way. Whatever that category is. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Oh yeah, yeah. He has to. Yeah. Gentlemen, I don't know about you. I think we're good on the news. Um, let's get into the in-game chat where we have the meat of the conversation here. All right. For today's in-game chat, we are doing the state of handheld in 2023 and beyond. Um, Carlos, I think you're the perfect person to talk about this, right? Because handhelds have changed immensely in the past few years. The Nintendo Switch released in March 2017, forever changing the handheld market forever. Nintendo's primary home console was now a handheld where previously it was regulated to the Game Boy and Nintendo DS 3DS. Sony also had their go at the handheld market with a PSP, then the Vita, but they didn't have the impact that they were looking for, right? Which ultimately let, uh, led Sony to leave the space until now with the PS portal. Then the Steam Deck came out, promising triple A games at the palm of your hands. Then the Asus ROG Ally and Legion Go Steam Deck is now in its second iteration with the Steam Deck OLED. No more were handhelds were these lesser underpowered machines, but rather on the same playing field as their home console counterparts. Where do we stand with handhelds now? Are the days of true handheld games gone? Is every game a handheld game now? Welcome to in-game chat. Let's go. All right. What do you, where do you guys want to start with this? Because this is, this is a nice, nice subject here. Yeah, I mean, I, we could also talk about the fact that, like, you know, Apple just launched what Resident Evil Four is it Village remake? right now? Village, uh, yeah, Four but, remakes out, yeah. I think, right, right now, or Village, yeah, yeah, one of them is out right now, and it, or it will be out like this month. I don't know if it's like out other than the preview program for a uh, 15 Pro, but like it's it's a really interesting time, and I think a lot of us. You know, I, I you know I come from the days where like the Game Boy launched the original Game Boy, and right then you got stuff like a Game Gear. Where back in the day, 
obviously because of just straight up batteries. That thing, like, ate them. It ate them so much. And I mean, the graphics were amazing. Don't get me like, I remember Lion King to this day. Like, yes, it was just like the console version. Yes, it, you know, it worked really well. But then, like, you know, two minutes later, the whole thing's dead. <laughs> yep. What am I supposed yep. to do? And it's so funny to see somebody like Sega, like, so ahead of its time. You know, obviously, like, it's iterative, right? So you see Game Boy being like, oh, look what we could do. And then say Game Gear is like, what if we push it further? It was like, all right, too far. We're not ready for this. Because <laughs> maybe in the future, it's like, you guys are out of business. Right, right. Do it. Yep, yep. <laughs> but it, it's interesting to see where we're at now in 2023, where we've come accustomed to the Switch, you know, being on the go. The battery life is something that we're used to, I think, at this point, because I think that was a big sticking point when it originally launched in 2017. They're like, oh, you only get like three hours. Like, I don't know if that's a lie. Like, bro, what are you doing for like 18 hours that you need to be on your handheld? Like, right. Plug in at some point. Jesus, God. Go touch some grass, man. <laughs> yeah. Also, on top of that, like what we've played so far with the Ally, with the Steam Deck, like I love the battery life with like the Switch because compared to everything else on the market oh, it's like yeah. it's rough out there you know what i mean and you just yeah, that, need to... i know that ally is like what three hours it's, right? it's, it's, it's not even that if that it's it really it really depends on what you're playing if you're playing like, like you're emulating like an older game then you can get probably around three hours but if you're Liza playing p eats dude it just tower hour 20 hour and a half tops yeah if that yeah. but that's that's all you kind of need if you're at home but if you're taking it places it's not that great so yeah. i will say when i'm traveling i don't like bringing the the, the newer handhelds i don't like bringing the the, the high powered ones i don't like bringing the steam back and all asus rock leech and go they just don't they're big and they don't travel well and they just die whereas the switch is i know i'm going to be playing i'll be able to go off a charge for a while without it um causing me any issues but i don't want to carry a battery pack i don't want to carry i don't want to i don't want to do all that right and have to man oh i'm gonna imagine better where i'm just, just put a switch in that so that was kind of like the one thing i did miss about the 3ds era i think the 3ds and sp were probably the two best handhelds ever because oh, those things true. lasted forever and you just boop, close it and then you're back on your thing SP, yes, uh, I have such fond memories, man. I remember literally like beating Metroid Fusion while I think it was literally like the best episode of WWE SmackDown was on. Like I was doing both at the same time. I was like, man, what a what a time to be alive. What a time I wonder if it's going to get better. <laughs> yep. yep. Actually, it will. It will get better. <laughs> I know? remember playing like, Dragon Ball Z. What was it Kakarot or something for the SP? That's when I first got it. Oh, Legacy like Goku. One? Legacy, Legacy Goku. Goku. Yes. Yeah. yes. Oh, it's so good. Man, yeah. oh, I what was like, this game. is the life. Like, can you like press the button and it lights up? The screen lights up. I'm like, dude, where are we? This is this is ahead of its time. Yeah. You know, game changer too, be able to just plug it in. Oh, you know what I mean, God. not worry about batteries, just plugging it in and just walking away, let it charge overnight. Like, I like, had that Rob thing said. in my pocket all the time. Rob said you just close it up like a little, it's like a little, little laptop. pocket thing. You, yeah. A little laptop, pop, boom, that's it. You're gone. Oh my God. That, that was such a beauty of a, of a handheld, man. Beauty. Yeah. That's the only thing with nowadays, like with, with, you know, you got to make sure you get a case. Thank God when you get like the RG Ally and the Steam Deck, you get a case with them. Um, I think it's kind of crazy. I was watching a review no, of the Legion hang on, hang on. and you don't get a case. No, and I was, no. Wait, what? you don't get a case for the Ally. The Steam really? Deck, you get a case. They give you, you give you a really, they give you a really nice case, a beautiful case. With the Ally, the Ally, they give you nothing. 
Oh, you get a that's flimsy. That. Yeah. Yeah. You get a you little get a, flimsy stand. The Legion, you get one. Yes. The Legion, you get yeah, one. You get one. And the Ally, you don't. That's nuts. Yeah. They they have like a slip on kind of case thing that's like 40 bucks, but it sucks compared to the other ones. And yeah, it's just. Are there any third party ones now out now that it's been a while? Oh, yeah. I think there's some. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's good then. At least. The um, one that we have is is I love it. I love the case. It's not really have. a case. It's more of like a bag. It's like a traveling bag. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But it it's 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 awesome. Like it's perfect. But yeah, so now that we see the the Steam Deck, we see the Asus Rog, we see the Legion, and we see these more high performance stuff. Do you see everyone kind of leaning towards that? Do you see Nintendo leaning towards that? Or do you think Nintendo's like, nah, we're just gonna stick to like more on the low underpowered side because everyone's screaming for a switch too. they're like the switch two mm -hmm. needs to have this it needs to be 4k it needs to be this but it's like well if you want that stuff they it's not magic right like they can't just like make that happen like you're gonna have to compromise somewhere so for me i rather have higher battery life you know better battery life than have like the better graphics at least for a handheld and then for nintendo mm -hmm. games they you know they they do their thing but I don't know. What do, you, what do you guys think about that? Do you do you guys want like a 4K switch? But if it gets like two hours of battery, like, I don't know. This no, is so, a it, yeah. Go, go ahead. Go. Sorry. Go ahead, Carlos. No, I was going to say, like, I, I, I want it. I, want, I think it depends on what everyone thinks of was a good sweet spot hour wise. Right. Because to me, I think a five hour console, I think that might be OK. You know, as long as it has also like maybe a, a fast recharge time, mm -hmm. you know, something that can can charge up. Let's say you get like. 20 no nah, i don't want to say 25 let's say like maybe 50 percent in like 30 minutes something like that something crazy maybe something fast as long as you do something like that with with the consoles i think five hours could be like a good sweet spot and that's the case i don't know if i necessarily need like a i want i definitely think we need new hardware for switch i think we definitely need yeah that, that's 100 percent. It's, it's, it's old now and point. i think now with with dlss what it is and fsr2 um i think that is going to be the thing that's going to help propel switch back up, you know, to like all these newcomers are coming in and they're kind of not taking over the market, but they're, they're like the new hotness. Everyone's talking about them. Everyone it's in their mouths and stuff. The switch is there and everyone still loves it. It has a great game library. That's the other thing too, right? Can we still have that same library when it comes to switch Two? as long as that's the case, I think as long as it's better and, and it's good enough, I think a lot of us are going to be like, oh, yeah, hands down, switch. Not an issue. I know, but like with with the Steam Deck and the Asus ROG Ally, I can play any game I want, essentially. That's I could play literally, yeah. I could play any, any, anything I want on that, right? And like I said, the the battery life is probably the only issue, but I, I, I don't want to lug this thing around. I, I almost, I want, what I'm saying is I kind of miss the days of having a separate handheld that was like, not really this power hungry thing where it was just mm -hmm. like super easy to like put in your pocket and go. Um, that's why I think the, the PlayStation portal is such like a weird concept to me because it's, it's a handheld, but it's not like a true handheld in a sense. Like it's, it's, yeah, a it's weird... like very dependent on, on right. your PlayStation, your internet, but it's so funny. Cause I was like, so not down on it, but like you see so many people so positive on it. And it's like, Oh, it's sold out right now. You can't buy it. You literally can't yeah, buy it. Right now. Yeah, it's insane. And it's like, I thought, you know, everyone would be not on board with this. <laughs> like, right, I, right. I just assumed 
they just sent it out to die because like it's, it's a weird concept to think about when especially if you if you have a backbone right and you guys have a video on your channel right like you showing off like you guys can do remote play like you don't need a portal you guys can just do it on the steam deck you guys can just right. do it on the rog ally uh you know let alone you know emulation i don't know but you it's know, it's not go- as, it's not as seamless <laughs> on those things as it is on the portal portal makes it very easy and that's that's where yeah, kellen's at kellen's like i i don't want to have to download this other thing then download this thing and then uh trick the thing into thinking it's this so i understand from that point where the portals is like just sign into your psn account and then we'll find your ps5 and then you're in you're playing your ps5 right so the ease of use is, is there um i just don't know what the future holds for these consoles right for example the steam deck is not that old I think it's what two mm-hmm. years old a year two years old and yeah. there's already a new iteration of it and it hasn't even been that long of time is this wrong ally i don't know how long it's going to last how long it's going to be relevant is it going to be a new iteration next year two years from now whereas at least with switch you're kind of safe for a couple of five years right so mm-hmm. i i just don't want everyone to jump on this like high performance like this is a new new thing and stuff like that i want to keep the lower performing high uh you know longer battery life type type things um because like i don't want to work this thing around yeah i think so, i think it's interesting to see oh i'm sorry go ahead okay no i'm sorry i was just gonna say like let's let's tone it back a little bit so the mm-hmm. question you said right the state of the handhelds in 2023 right, right? that it, it's a it's a loaded question it's an interesting question of that because we saw as we saw this year and in the year before the market was just flooded with these, these handhelds because all these companies like, hey, let's just dive into this. Like the Switch is that hot thing. Like people sell, they, it sells like gangbusters. Like let's try to make something like this, but better, right? Um, I don't know if this is gonna be a trend moving forward, but I, I mean, honestly, I can see the Switch 2 happening and then all these other companies, including the ROG, I like, honestly, um, I feel like they'll phase out at some point. I feel like it's not going to be mm-hmm. as hot. It's not going to be as relevant. And yeah, they'll support it. But then I don't know if sales wise are, you know, showing that these things are a need, but I think they'll just fizzle out and you'll still keep your, your, your switch to, right. You'll have your switch to on board and everything else will just kind of be in the back burner. Um, I just think that the market now is getting way too saturated with it mm-hmm. and there's not, there, there's no incentive of like getting all these, right? Unless you're like a YouTuber or something trying to create content from these, you, you probably have your switch and then one more system to like keep that balance. But other than that, do you need so many handhelds, right? Like that's probably one of the reasons why I haven't even bought the portal because I, now it's going to be like, I have three handhelds for what? Like, why do I need three different handhelds to play three different types of ways, you know, like where I can just buy one and keep it at that. And you can put so, Game Pass in every single one. <laughs> which is, yeah, isn't that crazy <laughs> too? Yeah, right? Wild, and that's insane to think about too, because like I've had, I've had, like I don't own a lot of them, but I've, I've had like colleagues and friends who've had them. So I got to like try them out and I spent time with the Steam Deck. I spent time, like the least time I've spent was probably with the ROG Ally. And that was because it was at Best Buy. But even get to play in that for a little bit and a backbone. And it's like you can spend a hundred, right, for a backbone. Or or, or you can save yep. up a little more and get a Steam Deck. And then you have, you know, the option of, you know, you know, do a little play with it here and there. And the next thing you know, you can 
You can do everything the backbone does. And at the same time, it has your Steam library and mm-hmm. maybe it has Dolphin on it. And you can play, you know, Twin Snakes, Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes and stuff like that. It, there's this like weird niche. And I think Kelvin's right. I think I mean, it's interesting to see where the Asus and and Lenovo, where they stand out in like three, four years from now. Right. I don't know if they can stand the test of time. And mind you, both of those are really highly decorated. They, a lot of people love both items. And I think they did a really good job out the gate with both of those items. I think in like four years time, we still have Steam Deck. We might finally have a, a full Steam Deck 2 at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. maybe maybe another iteration. Like I think like the OLED is obviously like, oh, hey, we could do OLED now. Well, should we release it or should we wait? It's like, well, Steam Deck 2 is going to be like three more years. Let's let's release OLED now and get that money. I was like, all right, well, yeah, all right, sure. And then we'll get have a Switch 2. And I think those are the going to be the two that stand the test of time. For sure. Right. I, I agree 100%. And back to the, the thing about the backbone, I people say like, oh, you can, you get rid of your, you know, you can get, you don't have to use a backbone. There's other options for you. But mm-hmm. the beauty of the backbone is the fact that I can just put it in my pocket pop it on and it's super portable. Whereas I have to hold, hold the whole thing and make a big space in my backpack for a steam deck. But I just think that with the state of gaming right now, with the transition of doing this, there's no more handheld games in a sense. Mm. There's, it, yeah. they don't exist anymore. Right. Think about it. Like when's the last time there was a separate game for a console and a handheld, not since the three. Are you counting switch though? Are you, are, is that, that's what I'm counting Switch as well. Switch is is there's no handheld games for Switch in a sense. It's all on the home console because Switch is the home console. Because yeah, there's, there's not many that play undocked, right? That you need to play undocked on them. I don't think there's no, any games. No. Yeah, I don't think there's any games that you need. I to think play. just severed. I think because that I think that's the only one that got ported. But that's it. I don't yeah. know. Like Dread comes to mind. Like Metroid Dread is. Not like I get what you're saying 100%, mm-hmm. but like that 2D side scrolling kind like that gives me that feel of a, a like a handheld title, like a handheld game. Um, but I get what you're saying that there's no like dedicated like handheld game that feels like a hand, like a handheld, but I don't think that's what is the intent anymore for at least for, for Nintendo. Like that's right, they, they made this a hybrid, this is what it's going to be. Like you're crazy if you think Switch Two is not going to be hybrid. Like that's just their model now. There's no dedicated handheld and a home yeah. console anymore. So, so that's what I'm saying. So, is is the handheld game software is it dead? I, I don't think it's dead. I just think it's it's evolved. I think it's it's yeah. kind of meshed with the home console. Um, you know, just the the way the production in 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 these titles now have elevated a little bit more and now it, it just feels more like a okay. console title but still has remnants of a handheld title if that makes sense so i'm saying is are they creating software separately for a different console now they're not right no right. i think everything is nebulous now at this point especially yeah. when when you see something like the switch oled running cyberpunk you know it's like <laughs> Oh shit! I could play Cyberpunk on here, uh, and yeah. then you get. And mind you, when you get Switch, I mean, it is you know, quote unquote, underpowered. But like, I, just playing Super Mario Wonder, like that's a 
beautiful game right like it it's so nebulous like what's what's a good looking game right because of course cyberpunk does look amazing and you know especially on the oled scene like uh footage of that running on there like oh wow the colors really pop and then you just see this new art style they have for wonder it was like oh wow this is really really pretty and like it works really well like they it's it's a really nebulous way now and especially like what do people use their switch for right so primarily in my household the switch is dot like let's say 90 percent of the time but you hear so many people like oh i never dock i never play yeah i'm the i'm the camp i never i never dock my switch i've literally really? always yes. always handled for me but um yeah i i just i think it's crazy the way everything's heading and i think switch two or whatever it's whatever the iteration is really going to have an impact on where we move forward as if are, are these going to die are these you know, Sansa Steam Deck because the Steam Deck is a, it's 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 unique in a sense that it has Steam OS. It has its own dedicated OS that feels like a console. Yes. This does not feel like a console because of Windows. Windows, w- Windows is not a gamer friendly like in a sense like with this layout, it just doesn't work that well. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think that's why Steam has the advantage where they're they're gonna outlast and they have that ecosystem where all your games live there and yada 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 so um i think steam has it's gonna be a now a player in the handheld yeah. space for a while oh, um, yeah. yeah i don't think they're gonna go away i don't no, i honestly no. don't think they're i think gonna you go i think you know drastic that. happens yeah i think you know that carlos i think you're gonna have your switch and you're gonna have your steam deck right I don't know if Asus is going to be around when it comes to handheld. I don't think anybody else would really kind of thrive in that in that um, in that market. But just think about how how much Nintendo has changed just oh the conversation, God. right? Crazy. Like we we went from having a Wii U, right, and then having a console slash hybrid of a handheld, and now it's like this is this is it. Like you're you're gonna have a hybrid moving forward from Nintendo. I can't imagine them deviating from that. And so that re- like that kind of makes these ramifications of other companies like hey, this needs like b- before that, before Nintendo Switch, we barely had there were it was just Nintendo holding it down for the for the handheld space, right? Sony was like on like weird shit. Like they they, they did the Vita, they didn't turn out well. After, besides that, nobody was there. Now you can see everybody just trying to get into that, take a piece of the pie. So Sony was like, "Oh, we gotta like make separate games for this thing." It's like, nah, we not we're not gonna do that. Like, that, you know what like, people are gonna want? Self cell coverage. Like, nah, yeah, it, you know what no. people want? A back touch plate. No, no but okay. does that show? So now releasing the portal and how well mm-hmm. it seems like it's doing is that showing that? Hey sony can still get it like sony can still make a handheld and and have it thrive or is it just the convenience of playing your console games on the go you know on the go technically it's weird though because you can you really play it on the go for something I don't, that's portable you can't really play on the go because you're but that's the thing the i've internet. seen so many people on the plane i don't know how true this is but they're like they're on the plane they're like hey i'm playing spider-man look at me like I've seen people test it out, and I, and again, I don't know if it's true or not, but on the internet, I've seen people just try it out in different places. They're not home. They're outside. They're doing something else, and it works. Yeah. That's why it's like I, I want to just pick someone's brain that actually has a portal and just see like, hey, like 
does this really work? Is this magic? Like, what's going on here? Because the more I hear about it online, the more I hear about it on Twitter, I really kind of want to try it out. I, I want one, right? Because it for me, PlayStation is my go-to console for the most part. And so if I'm able to play that like at home or even if I just go somewhere else, look at that baby, beautiful. Um, <laughs> I, I would love that. I would That would be ideal for me. But I'm just, again, it goes back to having like three different handhelds, separate handhelds. It's like, do I need that? It's, it's such a it's such a convenient time to be a gamer but it's also the most stressful time because there's so many options now you know it, it was interesting too was i recently took a trip to uh orlando in october and uh i got to mess around with the backbone a lot in that trip and that's the bulk of it and i was like oh you know what i'm gonna remote in and uh i forget what i, I was gonna try death stranding mm-hmm. on uh remote in with the playstation and I mean, we had hotel Wi-Fi. It wasn't amazing, you know, like it wasn't the best. And it, sure. it chugged and there was a lot of latency and stuff. And it kept like, hey, you don't have a great connection. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. Then I would pop into Game Pass, you know, xCloud. And that ran way better. Yeah. And obviously, you know, we know that Microsoft has that infrastructure for that. And they, they've dedicated time to that. I think with the portal and maybe what playstation is starting to do now with you know they you can stream games in system like you can i think you can stream i tried it recently it didn't work well <laughs> i can oh, tell yeah. you that no i tried uh my kid wanted to play the like a ben 10 game that's on ps5 okay. which they're still making ben 10 games on ps5 hey man <laughs> and uh <laughs> so i was like oh you can stream it i don't feel like taking the time to download it if you're not gonna like it and take up space on my thing why don't you try it and it was doing okay we got like gig internet and you know it's pretty good no one else was using like the internet at all or anything there was no hiccups i even like, i was like testing the wi-fi like as i was like there <laughs> and it was i mind you i was hardwired in and wow. it hiccuped a lot just streaming to the playstation itself and i was like but then yeah you see people online who are like like hot spotted into their playstation portal i saw someone playing their kid was playing spider-man 2 on on twitter and i was like like is there it you're saying is running well, but like I've had not great experiences playing remote play with the PlayStation, you know, in Florida where like my system's hardwired and I'm like the ideal settings minus maybe the hotel Wi-Fi and then streaming directly in my house with the, you know, PlayStation controller in my hand right. with my PlayStation right there, hardwired in. And it wasn't running that great. It was like, how's the portal doing this? Yeah, that's, that's the million dollar question. And, I mean, it's selling well. It, people are are, yeah. are raving about it, so they're doing something right. So I I don't know what this leads Sony to do, but if they want to push it further and actually make another handheld, that would be great. Or if they want to keep it casual like this and just say, "Hey, you can just play your you know big AAA budget titles on the go just like this," that's cool too. Um, but the, the whole thing here is like how nintendo changed the landscape and so like 2024 coming in right we talked a little bit about just maybe having the raw ally maybe having the other handhelds existing but for the most part where i think we're all on the same boat here when we think that steam deck and nintendo will be kind of like the ones that 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 kind of stay on top of this right yeah no i yeah yeah i think that's that's just a general i think that's what's what's gonna happen I i can't imagine another like company coming into the to the handheld space in 2024 i think this is it yeah do you guys mind if i pose a question to you guys because I, I have a i have a question i've asked a couple friends that like love yeah. their switch and stuff 
So Nintendo obviously makes weird Nintendo decisions, right? And mm-hmm. so there's a good chance there's no Switch 2. It's like Super Nintendo yeah. 2, and it's a box, and it's cartridges. You know, who knows? You never know with Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. But if if we get a Switch 2, I had an idea. It's not a typical Nintendo idea of different SKUs, right, for Switch 2. Like one where you get straight up brand new Joy-Cons, they have the Hall Effect joysticks, you know, so there's no strict stick drift or less likely to stick drift. You know, you have an OLED screen. It's 4K or, you know, 1440p screen, something that can mimic that so well. It has ELS, all that stuff. You get a new game. You get all your games upscaled. No problem. And let's say that's $400. Okay. What if you there's another SKU where it's $200? You can keep your same Joy-Cons. Because they've kept that that side plate still the same, and it's just a screen. Do you think a would Nintendo do something like this, which I highly doubt it, or b do you think there would be a big adoption rate for that specific SKU for the two hundred dollar one? Yeah, where it's just the main body of the console, and uh, you can keep your Joy Cons, and you like you've already amassed this big collection. Maybe you got the, like the Tears of the Kingdom Joy Cons, and you're like, I don't want to buy new Joy Cons. Um, I don't think Nintendo has ever done it before in the past. It's always been you always get the new controller. They've never released a. I mean, if you look at the Wii U, you were able to use everything previously. So I guess I see what you're coming from there. Where like. They've always been backwards compatible for the most part since the Wii with controllers, right? Hell, mm-hmm. the the Switch can even technically do GameCube controllers, which is wild, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm not 100% sure. I don't want to just say like, no, that's not going to happen. But like they might. They might just be like, yeah, just plug in your – your your because everyone has one. Everyone has a freaking um, – what's it called? Switch controller. What is it? Wiimote? Wiimote? Joy-Con. Joy-Con. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Um. So it could be possible. And again, they might have, they need to replace the Switch Lite. Like they need a Switch Lite and they need the, the big console. So maybe they'll have the little console that you can like, you know, it's underpowered and that's for your little kid. And then they have the big expensive one where, um, but I think it's going to be iterated. I think they're going to do the big one first and then they'll have the little one afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I think, I think they'll just release a, a Switch. I think they'll have like one SKU honestly mm-hmm. and it'll just be a completely different you just have to buy a new like for me my expectation is we're just going to buy new joy cons like it's just going to be a different thing it's going to still be detachable but it's not going to be it's not going to talk with the switch i don't know why i don't know cuz you're right rob they haven't done that in the past right like you're able to use the other controllers to to play your systems but for some reason i'm just like there's an inkling that's telling me this is going to be like a transition of going from switch 1 to switch 2 but it's going to be different joy cons like the, the the controllers themselves are going to be different for some reason yeah it's going to i i agree with you like i i feel they're going to play it safe the only this, this question came to my mind only because i was I think I was watching something on IGN um, and they mentioned like, oh, hey, if you ever want like a OLED, like you could just buy the screen because your Joy-Cons from like the OG like will fit. Right, on. I was like, right. Wait, what? Like I thought 
it didn't. I thought there was different Joy-Cons. I never realized that you can just use the same ones. I don't know how I missed that news. And I was like, wait, that happens. Like, it'd be cool if they did a Switch too. You could just buy the console. Just buy the console. That's actually really nice. They don't have to worry. Like, you cut on the cost a little bit on yourself because you already have the Mm -hmm. Joy-Cons instead of having an extra set. But yeah, that that makes sense. I like that. Um, One last thing with, with handhelds is, I don't know about you guys, but for my experience with handhelds, when you would be out and about, right? And this is kind of where I want to leave off. Um, when you were younger, at least, you saw a lot of people with Game Boys, 3DSs, right? Playing them, mm-hmm. right? How often do you see people out in public which switches? Asus ROG Ally, Steam Decks. Do you see as many people or kids playing those as much as you saw when they had a 3ds or game boy definitely not i 3ds was everywhere switch i've noticed occasionally and it it always kind of surprises me when i see one in the wild for some reason i'm like oh shit like the switch but uh never have i seen a steam deck or an oled or uh um uh asus rog i've not seen any of those in the wild and i, I don't know I, again it's one of those things where they're handheld games but i feel like people play or handheld title or handheld consoles, consoles but they're mostly just used at the comfort of your home if that you know what i mean like i feel like you can just take it anywhere in the house relax and play but i feel like the switch you can it, it's more portable in a sense where like you were saying rob the other competitors just don't feel as portable so that's what I'm saying. What I'm getting at too is our our handheld consoles now becoming more home consoles in a sense that like people don't really because if you think about it, Switch is not that cheap, right? It's like 300 bucks for a new Switch. So you go out in public, you don't really want to risk doing that. You get the Switch Lite or 200 bucks, but like it's still heavy. Right. Whereas back in the day, a Game Boy was like 100, DS was 150, right? 200 tops. So like it's just changing. It's just changing now where like I love when they advertise like people on the train using their switch and they're like in the airport like let's play super smash what'd you say once i think i've probably seen that like once right but they advertise it so heavy that people are actually going to be out and about playing these things and you don't actually see them playing these things like you used to with the other handheld console so i think that's a big shift if like people are actually just home playing them they're not actually they're on their couch handheld or in their backyard Mm -hmm. handheld so i think the whole like internet thing and the remote play it will take off because most people are playing their handhelds home yeah yeah agree yeah i think i think it depends also too with the with the company i think we're gonna see that's why i actually also picked uh valve and nintendo to be kind of the ones that will lead off and kind of be the only ones standing at some point because i feel like they're the two who will dedicate the most time energy and you know, resources to make right. sure that if it's not even a hardware iteration, that software wise it works. Because I mean, how many people, how many of us were so worried about Tears of the Kingdom before it launched? Like, there's no way this game's gonna run. Like, dude, this thing's been out for like four or five years. Like, this thing's gonna look, it's gonna chug, and you turn it on, and I didn't, I didn't even think about that. Beautiful, I was right. lost in the game. Are you yeah. kidding me? Like, yeah, like it yeah. start and mind you, the game just starts off too. You're like, wait, what? What am I doing? Mm-hmm. I'm already in the cave. What happened? I'll tell you. I'll and tell you right now too. Just, you, 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 you boot that switch up in five, six years. It's gonna be the same experience. It's gonna boot right up, and it's gonna be easy. Yeah, 
Yeah, because they they like their their software people just know what they're doing, mm-hmm. you know. And that AAA games, like you know, other studios. That's why some of them don't know. Like they're not that great, you know. But Nintendo has that that special sauce, and they know how to work with their system specifically. That like I, I mean, who knows? Maybe five years from now, there's a ASUS ROG Ally Seven. And they they actually dedicated the time and energy, and they figured out, and they worked with Nintendo, you know, with Windows, and they got all like the little bugs fi- figured out, Windows twelve or whatever. It was like, okay, maybe, but I could definitely see Steam being like, all right, we really got to work on software. Like, we got to make a like a specific update this year, like fi- like whatever Steam Deck OS five has to hit these certain markers, so right. it's easier for people to load up games, like and pick a game profile like stuff like that like i think that's that's going to be the thing that is going to differentiate them and it's going to be easier too to have them in the wild at that point i think right i think so too um with that guys we're going to go ahead and enter discussion um carlos thank you so much for joining in thank you guys I, yeah. this was a fantastic discussion uh please guys follow us on every streaming services we're on everywhere everywhere um, we're going to be live next week, as we said, for the Game Awards. So please join in on that. Um, anything else, Kelf, before we head out? No, man, this was great. Thank you, Carlos, again for for coming in and and, and just you know hanging out with us. Um, yeah, nothing else, man. I think I think you kind of uh, went through all the the stuff in the beginning. So definitely, like you said, just check us out on social media, uh, Discord. We also have a Discord channel. Just check that out as well. Um, a lot of our um, gaming news goes through there and we just have a great community there so definitely check us out there uh carlos where can everyone find you one last time before we head out yeah absolutely so my name is carlos rodriguez i'm your doctor recommended dose of nerdiness aka your nerdy day you can find me over youtube.com slash nerdy day where i have the nerdy day podcast nerdy day unboxes all that's jazz chaos bringers and then as well um we're on a little bit of a hiatus we should be coming back soon but i also have a wrestling podcast called apron work podcast uh fingers crossed uh, we have to link up because he works night shift. I work day shift, and we try to like gotcha. link up. And CM Punk just came back to WWE, so we had to we have to film something. There you go. <laughs> that sure, that might sure. be our episode 100. But uh, yeah, we we should be coming back soon. And yo, if you're if you're somehow watching this, you know, for me, like give the gaming duo a follow. These guys are awesome. Thank, thank you, guys thank for you, having thank me. you. Appreciate you. Uh, thank you guys so much, and we will see you next week for the Game Awards. Good night. <laughs>